Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for expats in the Middle East. Hosted by me, Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker. Hello and welcome back to Dating in Dubai. This is now season two, episode three, and today is a very special episode because we have a guest that we had from season one on. So it's like her part two, and she is sharing her Dubai or Dating in Dubai success story. <laughs> so Fee, please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Fee. I'm the co-host of Love Bites podcast. Very happy to be back season two. Very different state of mind season two as oh, well no. to what I was when we last spoke in this room. Okay, l- let's do like a quick summary. Okay. So when you came on in season one, <clears throat> you were single, still dating. We, ha- we were talking about a bunch of different dating stories. What has changed? Well, oh my God, it's all like coming back to me now. So in when I last spoke to you, I was single and I had literally just stopped seeing this guy. Yeah. Um, and I was quite upset about it and I was in like quite a horrible frame of mind. And you had, you and I spoke about like, um, let me try not sleeping with them too soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go out and try that. And I did the absolute opposite. <laughs> um, and I like really put myself in like a horrible mental health state. And that, that was when... We had mm-hmm. you on our podcast. Yeah, and we spoke about that. We spoke about it, and I had done some things that really, like, hurt myself. And I think it was because I was, like, really... I was actually more upset about the guy that I ended with than I thought. I did that mm-hmm. thing where I, like, really swept it under the carpet, which I think that a lot of people do, rather than just come out and say, do you know what? I'm actually really I'm upset and yeah. hurt. And I think I just masked it by just i don't know okay like, well hey, i'm fine i'm fine well you know and i really don't like that age-old saying of people are when people say to get over somebody you have oh, to get under somebody is, else i really don't think I that solves it. anything <laughs> it's li- it literally has the opposite effect I and know. like for so many years i think i when i had that mentality mm-hmm. and then when it happened this time i was like oh my god actually it made it 20 times worse but that's basically the summary of what happened when we last spoke and then since then that same guy that I had ended with in season one Mm -hmm. um him and I got back into contact he contacted me and actually it's a very funny story because I started talking to this guy on Raya and you and I had spoken about Raya on season one and me and this American guy actually do you remember I showed you a picture of him and you were like and you were like oh and I was like well if it doesn't work with you but do you know what though I know actually looking back on him I don't think I would have fancied him in real life I think I was just really trying to like push it because I was like trying to get over this other guy anyway He, he seemed really country Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. He was from like, uh, where was he? He was from like Wyoming or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was like, didn't I say to you, I was like, he looks like he's from the Hamptons, and you were like, he looks really country. I was no, like, okay. he is not. <laughs> um, anyway, I was supposed to go on a date with him, and he basically, I'm, I'm not going to say he stood me up because he didn't really, but he mm-hmm. basically didn't turn up to the date for all sorts of like circumstantial reasons. <sighs> you told me Yeah. And weirdly that night. Wait, wait, wait. Can, let's back up. Okay. So this guy doesn't live in Dubai. He, he lives, lives in Abu, in Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. Yeah. yeah and, and he said something to the effect of, I fell asleep, right? Yes. So okay. yeah, yeah. So, let's, let's go through because I, th- I think listeners can really relate to this. Okay. So 
talking to this guy on Raya. We agree to go on a date. Um, and then he lives in Abu Dhabi. The date was in Dubai. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, let's meet around 7 p.m. I'm going to go wakeboarding in the mm-hmm. morning and I'll meet you at Basola. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, fine. And it got to about five o'clock in the evening and I hadn't heard from him all day. And I was okay. like, this is a bit weird. So l- my mm-hmm. co-host, Laura, was in town that day and it was her last night, but I'd already arranged this date with this guy. And she said to me, listen why don't you come anyway because i want to go there because Mm -hmm. it's my last night it's my favorite place i'm gonna go with the girls Mm -hmm. why don't you just come and if he turns up he turns up if not at least you're out you're not like crying yourself to sleep at Mm -hmm. home on your own so i was like okay fine (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i then go for drinks and he didn't yeah didn't hear from him didn't hear from him then funnily the guy that i just (laughs) ended with well not just i mean it'd been like a month or so called me and I was like, what is going on? Why is he wow. calling me? I didn't pick up. He then, um, I think he called me again, like, later on in the night. This this guy, the American guy, finally messaged me and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I was stuck on a boat. I didn't have Wi-Fi. I couldn't get into that. That's and a I was lie, like, firstly. firstly like, everybody has yeah. Wi-Fi and connection. It's 2022, 5G, hello. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put your data on. Also, we live in, like, oh, Oh, oh my gosh maybe you can't afford data this is already well, a red flag it's, it's, it was a massive red flag also like if you don't have like don't, don't have data we live in the uae text me do you know what i mean it's not like etisalat doesn't have like yeah. roaming or whatever but also i mean when somebody wants to do something they do it mm. and when they don't want to do it they don't exactly anyway i just thought it was a bit it was a bit of a rubbish excuse it was, so i was yeah. like oh whatever Anyway, serendipitously, this has obviously happened because the next day, um, this <laughs> the guy I was seeing. I need to call him a name for the, the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, do you have it? Um, I don't really is, is he technically your boyfriend? Well, he is now. We'll come on to that. Okay, okay. Anyway, so, so then, boyfriend, boyfriend. So yeah, then yeah. he then called me in the morning, and me and him had a chat, and he was like, "I really miss you." Um, can okay, I so, so you? you did not talk to him the night before. I didn't t- talk to him the night before because I was like out with my friends. I wasn't in the right frame of mind. And I was like, Do you know, what? I'm not going to speak. I, I didn't think pick that's up. a very, very good. Um, and it transpired choice. that actually he was out at brunch, so mm, he was probably not in the right he frame was on of mind. It. Anyway, yeah. luckily this American guy didn't show up to the date because then what happened was I went and saw him, my mm. now boyfriend, and we basically discussed and like we had like a really like practical conversation because obviously we didn't leave things in the best way and we spoke about like more like what our values are in a relationship and like talked about like the practicalities of it and it wasn't like the most romantic conversation no, but it's upfront but, it's yeah. honest it's adulting it was being an adult we had this really adult conversation about like money and like where we want to live and like all these things because oh, i was I like it. to him i was like this is like our second chance is your second chance let's talk about it because if we're not aligned let's not bother anyway we were aligned and we were like right let's let's do this and I was like this is a second chance like don't mess it up like let's I like I do also when we got back together I realized then that actually the whole time we were apart I did actually really like him but Mm. I was definitely masking with yeah I'm fine what are you talking about but actually I think I was really upset hence why I did all these like very self-destructive things yeah and then I guess how long ago is that now that was in April 
Okay. And since April, so this is like your second go around. Mm-hmm. You have a super practical conversation. Lay it all on the table. Where are you guys at now? We're in such By the a way, it's right now physically like when we're recording, it's August 2022. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're in a really good place. We're moving in together in October. <gasps> I know, it's scary, but also really exciting. And we're just really great. And like, don't get me wrong, like there ha- it is, relationships are hard and you really have to work at them. And obviously mm-hmm. like we can come on to that. But like, I've not been in like a relationship like this for I mean I don't think I've ever felt like this for someone else and I don't know whether that's just because well it is him obviously but also I think it's age where you are in life like where I am like it's me mentally like I think I I know who I am I know what I want and it's a bit more I feel like it's a bit I feel more settled in this relationship more than I have done in other relationships so you feel less anxious way less anxious I mean like don't get me wrong like there are times we we argue and things like that Mm -hmm. I mean like god we argue but also it's not like anything that is gonna it's not anything like crazy Mm -hmm. we have had the thing is i think that because we had such a like turbulent start because of so many other things that were going on yeah we've now and we had a bit of a like it was a bit rocky at the beginning only because we were kind of we were getting back together there was still that there was stuff kind of in memory spillage yeah spillage that come and then we've kind of now got into the rhythm of it and it's just it's just it's just peaceful which i think is such a is the word change for it. yeah it's such <laughs> a change and like you know i was talking to my friend today because we're moving me and him are moving in together and i think that moving in with someone like i've never lived with any i've never lived with a boyfriend the last boyfriend i actually know this night i did live with a boyfriend but i was at university i was 18 like i don't think that it's counts. not really it doesn't really count we <laughs> yeah. lived with like five other housemates and, like, and you know, i mean yeah who's paying rent who's, like, yeah is it mom and dad exactly. that doesn't count it then. doesn't really count <laughs> but now like we had we had this conversation last night about like you know, I got really freaked out because I was like, you and I are actually quite different people. Like, I like to go to bed at nine every single night and, like, you prefer, you like to go out and, mm-hmm. like, I was like, I'm scared that we're going to clash and he, and we were, basically the summary of it was that there are going to be things that both him and I have to compromise on a little bit because, and my friend this morning was like, you are not living with a girl anymore. You're not living with your, like, best girlfriend. Like, you have to compromise on some things and so does he and that's what living with someone is and I was like, can i can i say something so instead of using the word compromise because i feel like compromise gives off like that negative connotation Mm. that somebody is sacrificing something Mm. instead change the verbiage and say let's come to an agreement on i like that because it just it just changes the positivity and also it's like you both are choosing to agree on something together so it's like you're working as a team rather than the oh my gosh i lost this so that he could have that or vice versa yeah that's gonna make you because also i guess that's a really good way of thinking about it Mm because i don't feel like i'm going to be sacrificing but i guess the the verbiage does have that negative connotation so i get that Mm -hmm. so it's actually and also it's probably quite a good way when you're discussing it with someone rather Mm -hmm. than saying like i'm gonna have to give up going to bed every night at nine o'clock and you're gonna have to give up going for beers three times Mm -hmm. a week or whatever i mean not that he does that very often but it is something that that's what we were kind of talking about and i you'll know i guess did you come to an amicable agreement yeah like i think we kind of realized that like it's not going to be the same as living with your mates where you really (laughs) definitely you know it's not (laughs) because you are your lives are merging yeah when you live with a friend you're still living with a friend but your lives aren't merged it's completely separate you can do exactly what you want and Mm -hmm. 
it's a really exciting next step it's a big step as well like it's huge like it is big and I'm also like I've never gone out with someone and been excited to move in with them because I've never also wanted to maybe Mm -hmm. and now I'm really excited about it I'm excited about like the future and our lives and things like that so that's basically where we're at now I love it. Now, I I love that. I think it's, yeah, you're, we're basically talking a lot about success stories in mm. season two because I know everyone's, oh, Dave, I'm never going to find anyone. But you can, mm. obviously. Yeah. You're, you're living proof of it. Now, I had a conversation with our first uh, season, one, season two, episode one guest about relationships and finances. Have okay. you guys had the finance talk in terms yeah, of yeah. who's paying what, who's doing this? Yeah, we have. And Good. I think... Um, I think you and I had this conversation as well. Like, you know, I earn more, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to pay slightly more. And until... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I I agree 1000% with you. And it's not... And also, I had to fight him on that as well. Like, because he was like, you know, trying to be chivalrous and whatever. And I think a lot of men feel like just because they're the man it means that they have to be either we equal, you know, they have to pay more. And it's like, actually, it take the gender out of it realistically. And it's not like I'm paying tons more, but I'm paying, I, I'm contributing slightly more mm-hmm. because also it's it's just, that's just personally how I feel it should be. Um, and I think that we had, also we had the finance chat, that first chat that we had. Mm. So we, I knew exactly how much he earned before we got back together. He knew Mm -hmm. how much I earned. We are really open about how much each other is earning. I think think that people should be more open with it. It's, Mm. It's weird that it's such like a taboo thing. I love talking about money. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about it. I'm fine with it. it. I think it's okay. Also like Mm -hmm. we have to know. And also I think that by talking about it, openly makes it less of a problem correct because yes i think a lot of men i i know it's like an ego thing and i get like i get this like patriarchy you know a lot of men will probably feel like maybe a bit embarrassed if they earn less than their partner Mm -hmm. but actually if you talk about it in like a normalize it and so like socialize it a bit more it will become less of an embarrassment because there's nothing to be embarrassed about it's just because we work in different industries i've been working longer as well Plus, and and you have a different title. I'm, I'm senior vice president. Exactly. Of course, I'm going to earn more. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I think that, and there's, and I don't see. Also, I think that men need to start to realize that I don't see him any less of a man because that's important to communicate. Them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, because there are some things that he does for me that are I see as much more kind of valuable. Me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Valuable, keeping me safe, protecting me rather than just like paying slightly more rent. It doesn't like for me, it doesn't mean anything. I think I think this is great because I literally today got off mm. a call with a database member and she's a super successful lawyer. And um, we were just talking about her and her expectations and this, this and that. And one of the things that I hear a lot, it's become a theme, is that um, she doesn't want to be with a partner who feels intimidated by her earning more. Yeah. Because I think it's more about the person rather than the number on the paper. Because it doesn't matter what this person is earning. So I'm just going to make this up. So you're earning 100, right? And your partner is earning 50, okay? Or your partner... I wish that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or your partner is earning 150. But let's say the 150 person 
isn't treating you well and doesn't respect your position where the 50 person is like oh my gosh i think it's so amazing you're such a great person supporting you from the screaming it from the hilltop who do you want to be with the one who, the 150 who doesn't support you and thinks your job is meh or the 50 who is singing your praises hmm. everywhere yeah like you need a the cheerleader 50, obviously. for sure well, i mean for me the 150 but anyway <laughs> a bit <laughs> That's of both a different story <laughs> a bit of both would be nice you gonna like like he is a like a cheerleader yeah. and like i i need that as well like for me that's definitely more valuable like don't get me wrong like i i grew up i mean you and i had this conversation like mm-hmm. i grew up with wanting that you know the person to earn a lot of money and like earn more mm-hmm. than me and things like that but actually i've got myself into a position where like maybe i earn, I earn okay i don't earn yeah. like loads but like i definitely earn okay and i think that you know we have to like celebrate our success rather definitely. than like apologize for it and i think that you like being with a guy that like celebrates it as well i think is so is much more important to me mm-hmm. than if they yeah earn like so much money and paid for everything I feel like also when someone I now looking back on it and like I feel like if someone is constantly paying for me mm-hmm. it is it gives you nothing to like work towards in a way I don't know like I, I will say something to I you. know <laughs> so um I, I've been in relationships before where con- like the guy paid for everything top to bottom I had to worry about zero now um I think though then myself i was giving excuses to poor behavior because i was like Mm. oh but he provides in so many other ways it's okay if he does xyz right Mm. and then also maybe the other person is using it as a control thing Mm. well i pay for everything so i can do whatever i Mm. want so when you have that imbalance i think that some of those issues can arise for sure oh 100 i think Mm -hmm. that I can't believe I'm saying this. And, Wait, any- and I'm not saying it should be balanced yeah. and 50 50, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I mean, when you're talking about dating, yes. it's nice to be taken out for of dinners course. and it's nice to have things bought for you. But when you're in a relationship and really, yes. like, I know, God, this is going to sound so awful. I'm so apologize for what I'm about to say. But in some ways, a relationship is a bit like a business partnership because, like. Of course, it is. Think about a marriage. You have to yeah, sign a paper. You have to sign a paper. That's she why is. we have legal. It's legal. Like, exactly. you know. So I think that there are there are going to be times where like one person has to, um, you know, put in a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. but most of the time it is fully equal. And like, you know, I'm going to pay slightly more on rent, maybe. But like maybe one month he'll have to pay all the bills because I'm having a tight month or like, you know, he'll buy dinner. And like, Mm -hmm. I think in the end also like when you live with someone especially also when you live with friends like uh, my best friend that I live with now we always like have this thing like it all comes out in the wash anyway like like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't I feel like if you start being too like strict about equality and like you did this shop and you did this shop like it's not gonna work but like the major Mm -hmm. things I now have a like I've created a spreadsheet because I'm such a project manager and then you know the rest like it all it comes and goes like and you will become equal in what you pay for and what you don't pay for yeah and also what i want to say that what you said like when you're i guess counting every durham counting every penny i mean how unsexy is it if he's oh like oh God. by the way so um i paid 31 durham more on the mm. on the groceries oh today would you look at him and be like now i'm ready to get romantic literally <laughs> i would be so no. dry i'd be dry yeah, exactly it's not <laughs> happening 
but no you're right and like and in relationships having those open conversations then guess what nobody's holding any resentment because it's all mm, on the table exactly open and honest at all times especially with money mm-hmm. i think it is the most important it's also i think one of the major things in a relationship where it will create tension definitely and that's scary also but i think as the more open you are the easier it is to like support and balance it out because if you know for example that the one person if it was me i'm having a tight month or like Mm -hmm. you know i've gotten a giant credit card bill because i've got an s porter addiction or something (laughs) and like i've got no money at least like if i'm open about it and like i've got no money this month you're gonna have to pay the rent you're gonna have to pay the bills and we're gonna have to live a bit tight then i feel like it's not it's okay and you know what you've done, though? You've created an open channel of communication mm. that instead of maybe him or you bottling up something or bottling something up and feeling like, well, I, I don't want to tell my partner this because either I'm embarrassed or they might be upset. You've kind of already laid it out on the table and been like, OK, this is it. Mm. So then if anything does, there's a bumpy road ahead. There will always be a bumpy road ahead. Yeah, Both of you can go to one another and say, hey, this is the deal let's agree or sort this out yeah. solve it together there's no room for embarrassment especially when you live with someone because you know what you've probably crossed the poo boundary at some point so there's literally <laughs> oh, no God. i hope you guys have separate bathrooms we do we do Thank but that boundary know. has been crossed oh like, no i know not like in the same not in the same room but like it has been discussed like when you had when you get ill <laughs> there's literally no like that yeah. you can't gotta go you gotta go when you gotta go and you just there's if you like there's literally no room for embarrassment you just can't be embarrassed with your partner because yeah. otherwise that like you're never gonna like you just can't (laughs) this is true i'm whenever like i go to weddings and you know they'll pass out little cards that are like oh do you have any advice for the bride and the groom i'm like separate bathrooms and separate closets separate (laughs) bathrooms separate closets separate tvs yeah exactly separate tvs is literally like the the key (laughs) the key to it all yes for sure now um so you guys would be like a couple months from now before you move in together what are you are you two living separately at the moment how is it working are you mostly at his he's mostly at yours um so currently this month i'm at his because his Mm -hmm. housemates are away his um his housemate and his girlfriend who live there are away in the uk so Mm -hmm. i'm just living there and it's quite good because it's like a bit of a taster yeah um that's i've i've stayed with him for like a week at a time Mm -hmm. um but this has come probably the longest period but um and then because my housemates boyfriend just moved to dubai so it's quite nice because they can have their time oh, together perfect. so it's like That'll actually works out really well but next month i'll uh, i'll go home and i guess we do like i i guess we do like a bit of both like mm-hmm. i don't feel like we e- it's equal mm-hmm. who comes to whose house yeah um realistically i go to his and it's mainly because my bed in my house is tiny and the guy mm-hmm. is six foot seven so He's six seven oh my god yeah so he doesn't really men do exist in yeah, they do they do um, <laughs> and fia has dated them on i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> I, f- I found myself the tallest one and i was like you coming in yeah me. she picked him up <laughs> that guy off the vending machine um so yeah he doesn't fit my bed so mostly at his that so. is hilarious i know literally he like hangs off <laughs> hangs off the side i know it's very funny um yeah i mean like also like i met him on tinder like it was yeah so like it's and i wasn't looking for someone Mm -hmm. do you know what i found also like i was thinking about it and i was when i was in london last a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. i was in an office 
about like dating and what it's like in london and they mm-hmm. have the same problems that we do like there is of just course. the same thing in every city yeah it's and like um some of the girls were saying like they have found out of the dating apps the ones that they've been like know the success stories been to the most weddings has mm-hmm. been from tinder not from hinge or bumble or whatever which are the ones that actually i feel like most people go on thinking they're going to find someone and i think it's because with tinder this is my theory the expectation is it thousand percent no expectation it's tinder it has a bad rep so you go on it who cares whatever you're probably like 100 yourself like yeah you know you're You're like it works out it does that yeah i don't care like it's tinder whatever and then actually people stumble across actually the right people because they just aren't expecting too much whereas with hinge you know the dates i went on when i was on hinge like i never I like I don't know I look back and I was like god I wasn't myself at all like I was Mm. literally like so I was so anxious and like and I think it's because I put too much pressure Pressure. you you know it's so interesting that you bring this up because uh you're are you familiar with the UK paper the independent yes so today today when we're recording is oh yeah I know I guess it'll be up next month then anyway the point is is they asked me to do an article about Mm. uh the 10-year anniversary of tinder and wow. yeah and basically is there dating app fatigue this this and that now speaking about dating apps and this expectation and all of this like dating apps are a woman's world mm. 1000 what well, at least this is what my my perspective is is that um because we basically have the picking power Men come across terrible on dating apps. They don't know how to take photos or they don't know how to write a bio. Nothing like that. So us women really have like the picking power. And what I do love about Tinder is that it does have this like stigma of, oh, it's a hookup app. So when you're on it, you really don't. You let down your entire guard. You're like, eh, whatever. I guess I'll meet this guy. He's not going to be my husband. But then you completely let your guard down and you are yourself. So when you go on or you have the mentality of, oh, whatever, like um, he's not going to be my husband, then you show up and it could be something great. Yeah, well, I literally, agree. I couldn't agree more because mm-hmm. my past two boyfriends before this one were from Tinder. And I will also say, <laughs> I've, I've also had boyfriends off Tinder. Yeah, mm-hmm. but have I had boyfriends off others? No, I've not. Mm-hmm. And it is 100%. And I actually remember my ex-boyfriend, I think I downloaded Tinder because I'd been on some night out mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to download Tinder again, whatever. Like, you know, when like hungover Sunday... You just download Tinder. Yeah, like, hello. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so alone. I'm just going to, whatever. I'm just going to download Tinder. It's like the easiest one. Also, I find with Tinder as well, I think people are uh, like always gravitate towards it. It's the most user friendly. You just have to put pictures and a bio. Like, there's Mm -hmm. not these like, oh, like ongoing questions and and, prompts. And now you can leave a (sighs) voice note. Oh my my gosh, cringe. It's it's so cringe. And also, it's like, oh, I'm going to have to like try and be funny. I'm just like hungover on a Sunday. I just want to watch Made in Manhattan and like eat popcorn. Like, I don't want to have to like deal with it. Listen, you think I'm hot or I'm not? Yeah, like, it's just like a yes, no (laughs) thing. And I think my, my boyfriend stood out because. One, I think he wrote, I'm six foot seven, the clouds are really nice up here, or something funny like that. And you were like, done. I was like, <laughs> tick. <laughs> um, but I remember he stood out for me the most because it was so natural and easy to talk to him mm-hmm. from like literally day one. Yeah. And it's continued to be like that. And like from day one, I didn't feel the like level of anxiety and I was 100% myself. And I think that's such a 
it was probably my biggest tell of him being the right person for me because mm-hmm. I've n- I've never really had that. I've always had some kind of level no, of like... <gasps> no, and I totally agree with that because also like when I talk to people and, and they say, okay, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm like, stop saying I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Say I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for a relationship because also when you start putting that pressure on yourself or on others, you're creating this high expectation and that any date you go on, if they're not going to be the love of your life, you're already setting them up for failure. Yeah, 100%. And also yeah. I think that if you're, if you're saying like, the going with the mentality if they're not it's a it's like a ton of bricks yeah, and you're like exactly. oh my god i'm never gonna find anyone <laughs> oh my god i mean really i mm-hmm. had those i've th- i had everyone those moments has, though. That's almost normal. every week like i literally <laughs> like when um me and my boyfriend ended the first time and i went through a really bad like month mm-hmm. i literally was like in such a horrible place because i was like I met this really great guy. It didn't work out. Oh my God. Like, is that going to happen? There's something wrong with yeah, me. Yeah, wh- what's oh, going on? Like, yeah. how, why is it not happening for me? Like, why, mm-hmm. why, why? And yeah. then it did happen. But I also think that another thing, me and him got back together. And I think that a lot of people maybe would have dismissed it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. people think that, you know, people only get one chance. And actually, I think it's, if it's okay to give yourself a second chance yeah. and I think also I was very concerned with how my friends would take the news because why I, because I spent like a month I know dogging him, him probably like, you know <laughs> chatting absolute like he's the worst you know I was saying all this awful stuff about him for a month yeah and I had to listen to that and then <laughs> and I then know, I got back hard <laughs> and then I got back with him and I remember being in France because we got back together and then like I kind of had like a I went to my friend's wedding in France like a couple of days later. I remember sitting in my like hotel room being like, okay, I need to tell my friends. Okay, I need to tell my friends. And like not one of them was like, oh my God, you are the worst person. I can't believe you're back with him. They mm-hmm. were like, we support you 100%. Yeah, like, try it out. Why not? Why and if not? it doesn't work out, it doesn't work <clears throat> exactly. out. It's not the like, end of the world. I think that we, I think a lot of the time, the reason why people don't get back with someone is probably because they're worried about the, the outside world's perception of mm-hmm. how. Or yeah, the perceived know, embarrassment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The perceived em- embarrassment when mm-hmm. actually, like, it really has nothing to do with anyone else. And also what what I think is so important to understand is that you can write any relationship that works for you. But also, if the relationship isn't working and you're constantly on the rag, like, for months and months and months and years, yeah, your, your friends will tell you, like, yeah. okay, you can stop now. But you met this guy, it didn't work out, and then what, you chatted crap on him for two, three weeks? Yeah, Then you got back together, so you're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't a lifelong, like, oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah. so sad, he did this to me. I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. I was so worried, but, like, obviously it was completely fine in the end. Yeah, and I just wanted to go back to the point about the like zero expectations mm. i think like high stand have your high standards you're ready for a relationship sure but zero expectations and almost every single one of the long-term successful relationships that i've been in i was the most single i had ever been and was not head on a swivel didn't care guys come left and right and i was like and then they just popped or plopped into my life and i was like oh okay I guess like I guess I could try this out and I think that's important. 100% I was the same. I wasn't mm-hmm. like I was I think I like date I dated a bit before I met him, but I think I I'd gone on a date with one guy and then after that I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of over it. I need a break." Mm-hmm. And then I went on to Tinder because we have a segment called well, we used to have a segment called Tinder Buyers <laughs> of the Week where I used to yeah. screenshot Tinder 
and our producer was like just go on tinder grab a couple of things and then that's how i wasn't like no expectation i wasn't even looking it was just like because obviously you're on it you are going to swipe yes or no it's like some people so if you ask you know you see i was like oh he's hot and like swiped him but that i mean i wasn't even i wasn't thinking about it and i think that i i think actually funnily when we had our first kind of stint of being Mm -hmm. together i don't think i was as ready as i thought i was to be in a relationship i actually think the month after and the kind of i had this kind of like aha moment where i was like Mm -hmm. right i need to sort my mental health out i need to like work Mm -hmm. on myself i went back to the uk saw my family i kind of like got myself into a better like health mental health state and then we got back together and if i think we hadn't had that i think it would have just tanked anyway I so, think yeah I love that you you were ready then yeah I was mu- I was much more ready in April than I was in January okay mm. and so then how do you guys keep the romance alive so I'm a <laughs> we we had this conversation yesterday because he was like we don't want to lose the spark when we move in because it's so okay, yes. easy to do that like already like we don't yeah, you you can say romantic. Romantic. Okay. Oh my god, say I feel so cringe saying it. <laughs> I'm gonna say intimate, with intimate, each other, intimate much yeah. less than the beginning. Like as you do, of course. Like it, yeah, you know, as time right. goes on. But I think that what we don't, what I don't want to happen is we move in and we become housemates rather than like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So like I'm very pro putting in time to yeah. be intimate with each other. Like okay, on Saturday it's gonna happen it's gonna like we're can, gonna can ha- i say something really funny yeah i was listening to a podcast that my uh one of our partners patty stanger was on and she was saying that her and her boyfriend schedule it in we you have to <laughs> unfortunately it's so but i like that i honestly. like it also i like it because i'm a bit of a planner so like uh, look yeah, i know sure. like i'm gonna go get my lashes done tonight like i'm gonna i haven't washed my hair for like five days <laughs> yeah, I, i'm gonna wash my hair tomorrow <laughs> it's happening we're cooking dinner together like yeah. you know i know it's gonna happen like i've got like some a nice mm-hmm. like i'll wear something nice like you know and i think that because we all have busy lives mm-hmm. and you know after a while it does like die a little bit you have to schedule it in like you have to make time and like prioritize it because if it's not it's not spontaneous anymore like yeah. unfortunately it becomes less spontaneous yeah and you have to like be like right every month we're gonna go on a date night like we have to go out we have to dress up we have to look nice it mm-hmm. doesn't also have to be like super expensive it can no. be like going to the pub like it doesn't have to be going to like it's DIFC. about the time that you're spending with time the, with to the person. spending together like yeah. making an effort for one another especially when you're living together you have to oh, get out hundred you have to like to get be out you have of to the get house. out um so i would say scheduling <laughs> scheduling it in mm-hmm. is unromantic as it sounds because also another thing is which i've noticed as well the times that we are intimate with each other it's probably quite like rehearsed because mm-hmm. we obviously know each other so well so it's not like spontaneous it's not mm-hmm. like it doesn't we don't like try new things whereas when you schedule it in you're like okay it's like game face plan. on like yeah. we're gonna like go for it because like you could like you know the internet like Mm -hmm. during the week yeah whatever like it's fine good cool done but actually (laughs) i think that the time and you i always feel like when we do do that like we're so much closer we're so much happier because you do when it happens you bond closer scheduling it in making sure you make time and like just so we were yeah getting out we always Mm -hmm. say like it's like going to the gym you feel like you don't want to do it but you feel so much better once it's done yeah so that's my are you talking about being intimate or going out both to be honest (laughs) 
so that is so funny so i'm actually of the school of thought like <laughs> daily it has to happen when you're I mean, well, that's just me though intimate uh, daily yeah oh my god <laughs> you've got some energy <laughs> There's not that. in a very long time. <laughs> so okay, slide into my I DMs. Mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like at the start, like it was every single time we saw each other. Like yeah, yeah of course. But like it does. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna yeah. go home and be like. Chris, you have it. So we need to do it every single day. Well, um, I I was saying like the scheduling part because I'm a very like pre-dinner. Oh, I'm one hundred percent pre-dinner. I'm a pre-dinner it girl. has to be before dinner. So this is what I was saying. Like, because you don't want to be no. like, oh my gosh, I just ate all this. Also, I've noticed that when you get like into a longer-term relationship, you definitely eat more. Like, you like let yourself go. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't care. You like want to. You can order yeah, what you want. Why not? Yeah. So like, even like Saturday we're gonna we're gonna like cook dinner together but i'm like i even thought to myself like we gotta have to do it before, before because i'm before. like he's cooking ribs like i want to enjoy i don't want to feel like that <laughs> i don't know ribs post might be yeah, cool really? yeah oh my god can you imagine no 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 so it has to be before i'm like gonna yeah. get home like i'm going out for a girl's lunch i'm gonna get home like get myself ready and be like right get into the yeah, here we right go. here we I go i planned this all week yeah, but do you know what? i feel like not very many people talk about the pre-dinner I feel yeah, like it needs to be in. talked about way more when you're mm-hmm. in a relationship. I feel like when you go on dates, whatever, in the dating part, yeah, fine. I think I I noticed that we're pre-dinner people. When we went for dinner, we went and had and had pizza and wine, yeah. and we were like, we hadn't done it for like ages, and we were mm-hmm. like, right, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. We ate so much pizza. Yeah, and drank so much were like, we got home and we were like, yeah, so yeah. So you want to put on that show yeah literally it's like <laughs> do you want to watch down to not being out of bed like li- we just didn't want to do it so now yeah. i'm like right it's a pre-dinner go now you otherwise know. it's not gonna happen <laughs> so do you have any advice now that you're in this happy healthy successful relationship for dating in dubai singles i think don't don't it's really hard not to kind of lose heart i yeah. think mm-hmm. but i think that the main what i kind of figured out when I was single was that I was I learned how to do all the things that make me feel good first like I know what makes me feel good and once you do that and you feel good in yourself genuinely that's when you're ready to to date someone and I also think that that's when you're your best position to handle when it doesn't go right Mm -hmm. because there are going to be a hundred times that doesn't go right and it's not just Dubai like this happens all over the world because it I personally think it's because you have to place yourself in the best position to meet the right person Mm -hmm. like I think that the the person like I don't know I'm not so fatalistic that like you know, it was just because you haven't met the right person yet, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you're not going to meet the right person if you don't go out and put yourself out there. Like, Correct. you have to put yourself out there. You have to know that, like, there are going to be times that you're going to fail. Like, fail isn't, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but, like... Just say it just won't work out. It won't and work that's out. Okay. It's like, not the right fit. You know, you're going to be ghosted. You're going to be, like, you're going to go on a bad date every now mm-hmm. and again. But if you feel the best you yes it's not gonna hurt you as much because i used to be ghosted go on these bad dates like get rejected but i i didn't feel good about myself so it hurt me so much more Probably and it like magnified it magnified totally exacerbated it when mm-hmm. actually 
who's this guy? Like, yeah. he's just some random guy I met on Hinge. Like, he's not like, he's who is he to me? He's a wakeboarder from Abu Dhabi <laughs> yeah, who lives in the country. <laughs> <laughs> he's just some like, I don't know, some random guy I just met. Like, he's yeah. not, who is he to you? And he doesn't define you. Yeah, exactly. But so ghosting that, doesn't define you. Go- ghosting. Oh my God, yeah. ghosting does not define I've been ghosted a thousand times. I've just realized people are just oh. really bad at communicating. I, th- honestly, yeah. people who ghost are just scared of like, they don't know how to communicate it. It's not because they're trying to be mean. I've yeah. noticed that a lot. Because okay. I've, I've I've spoken to guy yeah. friends that have been like, oh, like I ghosted her, and I was like, why did you do that? And he's and they've said, oh, I just didn't know how to say it because you know I didn't yeah. think guys are able to like really communicate. Most are challenged in that challenge. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's so I want I just want to write like a like a notebook. We should write a Let's book like it. how to reject a girl nicely. It's really just one yeah one it's just message. like a one line like yeah. hey thanks so much for a good night you maybe not the right girl for me but good luck done yeah. like, wishing you wishing well. you well hope you X, find the right guy for X. you well not xx and i take that the wrong way yeah like <laughs> it's not that big a deal. we we will figure let's, out let's what the perfect it. text will be well fee do you want to share your socials anything you're doing work-wise sure sure so uh Love Bites social media is Love Bites podcast underscore. I'm also on my personal. Not that I put anything very interesting up there. <laughs> Fee underscore wish art. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Fee, for part two. And yeah, we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dating in Dubai. And if you are still looking for solutions in your love life, please visit us at www.christianamaction.com. We are in partnership with Millionaires Club. Yes, that is the Miss Patty Stanger and Sync Matchmaking, helping you find your ideal partner either in Dubai or globally. Follow us on socials at christiana.maction.matchmaker and we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.